0: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 18 here on What About Therapy. I'm your host Enoch Fossum. I'm a certified mindfulness life coach and I'm currently going to school to become a licensed marriage and family therapist. So in this episode we're going to talk about three simple things that you can do to have a healthier relationship with your spouse. And if you're not married that's okay because there are a lot of things in this episode that can benefit you as well. So keep on listening. So all that coming up next here on What About Therapy. All right, everybody, happy Turkey Day tomorrow. Crazy. I hope you're all having a wonderful holiday and you're able to spend time with your families. Um, So in this episode, like you heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about relationships and how we can have a healthy relationship. And it first starts with you, okay? It doesn't start with your spouse or let's say you're in a relationship with like, I mean, obviously we all have relationships with friends, family, what have you. So even if the relationship is bad, even if you're in an unhealthy place with this person, it still starts with you. Okay. Even if you think it starts with them, no, it starts with you because there there are things that you can do right now to make the relationship better. Now, first I want to talk about being interdependent. And also if you hear little Pattering feet, that's our dog. He's just he's wildin right now. He's going crazy, so he's just kind of running around the house, which is cute. I love it. Anyways, so it starts with being interdependent, okay, and being interdependent with your spouse. And again, I'm gonna be talking about this in the context of you're married, and it's gonna be in between you and your spouse. And again, if you're not married. That's okay. You can just think of another relationship that you're in right now. Okay. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship at all. So, when you're with your spouse in between you two, you first need to be independent. Okay. It starts with becoming a healthy person. That's where it all begins. And when you are both independent, you can then be interdependent. Interdependence can be a kind of confusing word, I guess, or something hard to define, but it's really not. I mean, once you can grasp it, interdependence is when you're both independent, okay, but you don't, so you don't rely on each other to feel validated or to have a good day or to feel happy, okay? That would be called, that would be, that would be called being dependent on that person. If you were dependent on them to feel happy or to whatever it is, to have a good day, you'd be dependent on that person. And that's not what we want. We wanna become independent. So we don't rely on anyone else for happiness but ourselves. Now, not saying that in a selfish way and not saying that the that your spouse can bring you happiness because obviously they can. But again, that's not, you need to be independent. And when you're both independent, you both realize that both of you can contribute to the relationship, and both of you can work on yourselves together as a couple and not just individually. You see the world as a couple. You see the world together, and you realize that there's a lot that you can contribute when you work together. And again, if your spouse is having a bad day, then that doesn't mean that your day has to be ruined. It doesn't mean that your attitude now has to be ruined because they're having a bad day. You recognize that they're having a bad day and I can help them. And I don't need to be, you know, you don't have to have a bad day just because they're having a bad day. That would be dependent, right? You're being dependent on them to have a good day. And we want to be independent so then we can learn to be interdependent so that's where it all begins i can and i probably will just do a whole episode on being interdependent in the future but that's just a quick little snippet of interdependence there you go so next now how do we define love so i think personally love isn't as much of a feeling rather it's a decision okay it's a lot like motivation i used to think that motivation is the feeling right i used to in high school I loved watching the motivational videos, and I still do. They're awesome, like on YouTube or they're on Spotify now as well. Just listening to guys giving motivational talks and you feel motivated, you feel pumped up, like, yes, I want to go do something great with my life, right? I don't want to be a bum. I want to get out there and work. But if you've noticed, after you listen to that, after some time, that feeling goes away, okay? Okay. So, motivation isn't a feeling, motivation is a decision. And I think love is the same way. It's a decision to love your partner no matter what happens on a day to day basis. When this definition of love is used, you can love your partner at all times, even if you get into an argument or when you disagree on something. You can be mad at each other, but still love each other because love isn't a feeling, it's a decision. And you decide to love each other and you decide to commit to each other, right? When you get married, you are committing yourself to one another. Now, how do we define commitment? So a commitment is a choice that transforms your promises into actions. It's when you follow through. A strong commitment is more likely to happen when you have three things. And these are the three things that I mentioned in the intro. Now, the first is becoming a healthy person, and this goes back to becoming independent and then having being interdependent. So when you're interdependent, again, you both rely on each other with confidence and you're able to show empathy when a partner messes up or when they forget to do something he or she promised to do. You work together to get things done. One person doesn't do all the work. It's all about finding balance, right? Balance in all things. That's what... This is all about, that's what marriage is all about. It's learning to find balance. And in a relationship, it's kind of like a teeter-totter. It goes back and forth, right? And it's all about just trying to find that balance with everything that you do, everything that you go through together. It's all about balance. So learning to become a healthy person through being independent. That's step one. And if someone is dependent and the other person, the other partner, is independent, interdependence can't work. So you both need to become independent. But it starts with you. You don't need to point fingers and say, well, my spouse isn't independent. Or, you know, whoever, so-and-so is independent. No need to point fingers. Just look at yourself. You can be independent. You can learn how to do that and to become a healthy person. Number two is to become a healthy partner. Wow, kind of a crazy one, right? So becoming a healthy partner is really just all about communication, understanding, and empathy. Now, those are a lot easier said than done, right? Communication can be a really hard thing to do and to learn. And that is it's a, there's a learning curve to it, I believe, especially when you first get married. And then you need to learn to understand, learn to listen, that's part, a part of communication, is listening. A lot of people think that communication is just talking, but it's really not. It's all about listening as well, so then you can know what they're saying and try to understand what they're saying so then you can respond correctly and respond with something that will actually help them and you're not just spurting out words, right? So we need to learn to communicate, which includes listening, and then we need to understand. Try and understand where they're coming from understand what they're saying and don't let it go don't let what they're saying just go in one ear and out the other try and really understand it and try and put yourself in their shoes and that's where empathy comes in have empathy with them especially when they go through a hard time or they're really having a bad day have empathy and say hey like i'm here for you not just man you know we've all been there get over yourself no that's not empathy say okay Like, I see that you're going through this. Let's work on this together, right? Let's be interdependent. Let's work on this together because we are a couple. We are together. So learn to have empathy. That's really what I think. That's that's being a healthy partner in a nutshell. Of course, you can go on and on of different things that you can do to have a, just to be a healthier partner. But those three things are I think, really the base, okay, communication, understanding, and empathy. So that's number two, being a healthy partner. Number three is show your commitment in your words and actions. This is where you actually follow through with what you say that you'll do. And that's something that I've been thinking about a lot and trying to do in my daily life, is when someone asks me to do something, don't just immediately say, oh yeah, I'll do it, no problem. When in reality, you might already have something planned for the time that you just committed to do something else. And so you'll have to flake out on one of those commitments that you already made. And for me, that, I think that hurts your character as a person when you don't follow through on commitments. You become a flaky person. You become some cornflakes, frosted flakes. Although frosted flakes are better than cornflakes, period. So what do we learn from frosted flakes? Don't be a flaky person all right learn to actually follow through with what you're going to say and think about what you're committing to before you commit to it now i'm i've been reading a book i guess i read a book i'm done with it now called seven habits of highly effective people i know i've done a episode on that before i mean not the book just something that i learned in the book you know by stephen covey And there's something in the book called the emotional bank account. I might have actually talked about this in a past episode, but I'm not sure. So there's the emotional bank account. Now, with the emotional bank account, every time you do something positive in your relationship or for your spouse, that is a deposit, okay? You put something positive into this emotional bank account. Now, whenever something bad happens in the relationship, let's say you get into a little argument, that's withdrawing from the emotional bank account. So what you want to do with this emotional bank account is you always want to try and have a positive balance. So then when something does happen, you do get in an argument, you withdraw, but you're still in a positive balance because you've had more positive experiences, more deposits than withdrawals. The problem comes in the relationship when there are more withdrawals than there are deposits. If you're always arguing, or this is really common in a narcissistic relationship, the narcissist will always withdraw, 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 and never deposit. And that can be just really stressful and take a lot of energy out of the other person that tries to do deposits, but the other person just withdraws. And so together, you want to have a positive bank account a positive emotional bank account so when crap hits the fan it's okay you're still in the positives and you may have made a withdrawal but again that's okay just start putting more deposits in so you just want to have a more positive or <laughs> a, a positive account than you do a negative and there you go that's the third one so showing your commitment in your words and actions so don't be a flaky person Don't be cornflakes. You want to be frosted flakes. Just don't be flaky, okay? And you want to make sure you put in those deposits into the emotional bank account. Those are your actions. Those are your positive actions that will have a positive influence, a positive effect on the relationship. And again, that is something that you can do right now. That is something that you can do without waiting for your partner to do something. Go make the bed. Go make dinner go fold some laundry, clean the house, just do something. And that's uh, a positive, that's a deposit. You're putting something in that account. And that's really what matters in the end is having a, a positive emotional bank account. So quick recap on the three things is becoming a healthy person, learning to be independent. And again, in the future, I'll do a episode on becoming interdependent, Although, I mean, I really did talk about interdependence quite a bit in this episode. That's all about becoming a healthy person. And you can even tie that into becoming a healthy partner. So learning to communicate, learning to try and understand what your partner is saying when you do communicate, and then having empathy, not just brushing what they say to the side and saying, oh, get over yourself, get over it. It doesn't matter. Saying, okay, like, tell me more about that. How does How does that make you feel? I'm here for you and so that's that's empathy i'll go more into that later in the future that's becoming a healthy person and then you have showing your commitment and your words and actions don't be a flaky person and always do your best to have a positive account in your emotional bank account so those are some three things and again there are a lot of things you can do to have a healthy relationship with your spouse, but these are just three simple things that you can practice today. And again, this starts with you. It really does in any relationship. It starts with you. If you want to see change, if you want to make a difference in the relationship, it's, it starts with you right now. So I hope you learned something new in this episode that you can start to practice and put into your relationships right now that will help you have a positive emotional bank account. And remember, in words of Lincoln Park, it starts with you. So have a great week, happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you all next week. Hey everyone, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave a rating and review, that would mean the world to me. That's how I'll be able to reach and help as many people as I can. If you know of anyone that could possibly benefit from this episode or any other one of my episodes, please share it with them. You can also subscribe or follow to be notified when my future episodes come out. So thank you all so much for your support and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.